Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help with home, life, auto, or business needs. Phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome in to another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. We're going to speak with our good friend Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. Of course, Plainfield, we're going to be covering several of their games uh, right here on 98.9 WYRZ this fall. And that's what we're doing for most of the week. We are previewing high school football at our great Hendricks County Schools. And, of course, Plainfield, uh, great tradition, great program out there, and they should have a phenomenal year. So here's my conversation with Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. Coach, how's it going? Well, it's uh, it, it's no longer summertime. It's football season. Uh School's back in session, and, uh, you know, before you know it, you blink your eyes, and, and it's going to be Thanksgiving, and uh, it's just crazy how fast time goes. So, uh, you know, I'm excited to get started, excited to be back at school, back in a routine, and, and uh, ready to get this football season underway. This seems hard to believe, but this is a big uh, year for us. This is our 10th year of the Brian Woodard Show. Wow. At, uh, it doesn't, you know, talk about time going fast. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but, uh, um, it, it certainly has, and, and uh, you know, I've been been honored to, to be on the air with you. It's been a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, hope to hope to do it for another 10. I was just thinking about it before I called you that I remember the first year we did this, the football stadium was brand new, and it was such a big deal at the time to have that state-of-the-art press box and field turf, and now it's interesting what a trendsetter that school and that field really was. Well, and just in, in general, you know, the, the, the state of Indiana, you know, when in, in central Indiana, especially, you know, when, when colleges that aren't, uh, you know, located here in Indiana come to recruit our school, they're always just amazed by how nice the facilities are here uh, in this part of the state. And uh, certainly here at Plainfield, we, you know, continue, even though they are going on 10 years old almost, uh, it's still really, really nice. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I think our kids sometimes don't appreciate just how nice they are until sometimes you get a move in or somebody that's come from another place. And, or even sometimes when other students visit our school, I'm like, wow, this is incredible. So uh, we're lucky, you know, no, no way to, no way to slice it or dice it. Uh, but you know what? It's, it's a, it's a good place to be. It's a good place to work and it's a good place to go to school for sure. All right. Uh, we talked a couple weeks ago. We kind of looked back on 2016 and we uh, talked a little bit about some of the kids on both sides of the ball for 2017. So we're going to spend uh, much of our show today talking about week number one against the Avon Orioles. But first, uh, it has been a couple weeks. Are things starting to come together for you guys? Well, yes and no. You know, last time we, we talked, I think we were, you know, in that kind of team camp mode and getting ready for team camp. We had that week. Uh, and then in our program, uh, we take a week of what we call team conditioning, which is just that. Uh, basically, it's two hours a night, and, and we run and we do different things with our strength coach, Randy Vanderbush. And, and yesterday, 
you know, was our, was our first day of, you know, quote unquote official practice. So, um, you know, yes, they are coming together uh, for sure. And, and that's, you know, that's, that's the, you work towards all year. Uh, and, and certainly the summer now is so important because if you don't get it done in July, it's, it's really hard to, you know, to take that next step that we're looking to take this week in August. So um, it's just a matter of, I think for us as coaches, you know, we're less patient now than we were back in, in July, just with the learning things, you know, that, that was our time to learn. Now it's time to go. So um, based on yesterday's practice, uh, it, w- it was a great first start. So we'll see where we follow it up today. Now, in fairness, I will tell you, I have recorded the Mark Bless show, and I told him I wouldn't give away any secrets, but since it's a public <laughs> podcast, you can now go hear all of the secrets for the, for the, that they're planning to do to you guys. Um, awesome. Okay. We'll, that, we'll, use, we'll use that. <laughs> so do you have like a lineup on paper when you guys start? Because you're a little bit behind the eight ball from the standpoint of schools in session now. It used mm-hmm. to used to not be, used to be sure. able to do two-a-days. Right. Do you enter your first practice with like, here's what I think my starting lineups are going to be? Uh, we always approach it, at least I do, from the standpoint of, okay, if we had to play tomorrow, who are going to, you know, who's in our two deep or, or who are our Friday night guys? Um, you know, our staff meets – probably you know during june and july probably uh three to four times during that two-month period to discuss uh depth and reevaluate where those guys are and where they fit with you know with our scheme uh we're constantly evaluating practice i mean we film every time we're in helmets and shoulder pads we film our practices so that coaches can evaluate where guys are um you know, sometimes they move up the list, you know, sometimes they're moving down and, and sometimes we, you know, we ask guys to move positions, you know, based on certain injuries or depth concerns and those kind of things. So, yeah, we've got a, we've got a, a pretty good feeling where we're at, but, you know, there's still, um, you know, there's still plenty of competition. You know, this isn't a, uh, this is not a baseball lineup where we say, hey, you're the eighth hitter and you're going to stay in that eighth slot, whether you strike out every time or whether you hit four home runs every game. You know, our, our depth is in constant flux. And you have to earn it every day in practice. And if you're not getting it done, then, you know, our job as coaches is to try to get that next guy ready. Get our guest Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us, talking about the 2017 season, uh, previewing week one against Avon here in just a moment. Do you, uh, do you every year, do you have like a kid or two that surprises you one way or another? Like you've got this guy penciled in and then you go out and you go, uh, I had him on the second team. He looks really good. we got to make him a first team guy. And, and do you have it the other way too, where you go, man, this guy was our penciled starter. He's just not, he's just not living up to it. I, yes. On, on both of those. Um, you hope you have a few more of the guys that, that uh, maybe were juniors. And you're like, man, I don't, I don't know where this guy fits in. And all of a sudden in June, he shows up. And, and, you know, a lot of times when kids, you know, have that senior year, that's all of a sudden the moment where that, the light switch really goes on for them. And they, you know, kind of transform themselves into a different player, sometimes physically, sometimes it's just a mental thing. Uh, you know, so you hope you see more of those guys and, and fewer of the guys that, man, we thought this kid was going to be really something, and, you know, it just didn't shake out. I will say most of the time when that happens, um, it's usually a physicality thing. You know, a lot of kids look great in in helmets and shorts and catching the ball, sometimes throwing the ball or doing different drills or whatever, and all of a sudden when the helmets and the shoulder pads go on and you actually start to go through some contact, uh, you know, sometimes guys struggle with that. And, you know, that's why we do – the competitions, you know, the way we do during June and a little bit in July so we can try to figure out, you know, who those guys are, 
sooner, you know, than, than, than later, because the last thing you want to do is be finding out some of those things on a Friday night, you know, by, by that time it's too late. Uh, get our guest, Brian Woodard, head coach of the, the Plainfield Quakers. At what point, I know we touched on this a little bit in the preseason show, but at what point do you kind of go, okay, here's the, here's the 11 guys both ways for at least the first Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll continue to, to work through that process, you know, right up until the week of the game. Um, you know, and, and obviously there are certain positions where, you know, you, you may not have a, a, a very a viable number two. Well, then that, you know, that's an obvious who that guy is. Um, but you know, there will be positions where, uh, you know, this Saturday we have our intra-squad controlled scrimmage. You know, there, I guarantee you there'll be a handful of guys that'll, that'll swap spots you know, as a result of how that goes. And then, you know, the following Friday we go to, or rather we host Brownsburg in the, uh, you know, that, that scrimmage. And there'll be a handful of guys that, that, that might swap spots there. But, um, you know, I, I'd like to think that, that, you know, our coaches and open competition, I shouldn't say I like to think, I know there is open competition always. And, you know, every year I have players come to me and, and say, Coach, I just, I just want to play. How do I get on the field? And, uh, you know, they go to their position coaches and, and some of them, do those things and they wind up fighting for reps and, 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 uh, and they play. And, and one thing, you know, I, I try to stress to our players all the time. If you're the number two, you're one ankle sprain away from being the Friday night starter. And that is so true. It happens every year. You never know when it's going to be your time. So you just have to prepare to the best of your ability. Okay. So let's preview week one. This game last year was my favorite game of the year that I called. It was so much fun. I know it didn't end the way you wanted, but I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. that first half of football for you guys against Avon last year may have been the best you played all year. Uh, I, I would agree with you. Um, and that, that, that was good and bad news because I never, I never really felt like we got back to that level of, uh, uh, I don't want to use the word intensity, but but just execution. Um, that was a great that was a great half of football. And uh, you know, I know this about the 2017 version of the Avon Orioles is you know we're, we're going to have to have more more of that uh, because they're they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger, they're more experienced. Um, you know, we we realize every year we're going to have our hands full with with Avon, and they're going to be you know one of the top couple teams on uh, you know on our regular season roster relative to you know just overall. Uh, strength and, and, and how competitive they are. So um, we're, we're, we know we've got our work cut out for us. What do the Orioles bring to the table, uh, both sides of the ball? I know it'll be, I'm always interested to ask you this and ask Bless this and hear if your guys' things match up. So what, what do you see from Avon? Well, that's, you know, a little bit of a tough question to, to answer, you know, at, at this point in time, just because, um, you know, it's, it's early. We've not had a chance to see, you know, film on those guys. I mean, obviously you, you read in the paper, you can understand, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, returners, you know, who the guys they have back. Um, I, I know they've got a fantastic quarterback. They've got phenomenal young running backs. Uh, you know, they've got a Division one offer kid at wide receiver, a handful of other Division one offer guys, uh, some different spots, two really good offensive linemen that I know for sure. Um, I mean, I, I, I think this is just a fantastic football team. Um, you know, we got to go play them at their place. Uh, they have great crowds um you know they obviously mentioned coach bless you know he's he's one of the best around he's got a great coaching staff uh, surrounding him um 
you know, it's it's uh, it's it's a tough deal. I mean, you know, when you combine really good coaching with really good players, you know, the outcome is 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 a, is a beautiful thing. Um, so, you know, it's uh, it's. I hope our kids appreciate just how tough of a game this is going to be and how sharp we're going to have to be. I, I feel like anytime we play Avon, the margin for error is just so slim. And you saw that last, you know, last year. Um, just one little play, one little mistake here or there, you know, can mean the difference between a, a win and a loss. Uh, and, and, and then of course, that's the, you know, you could say that for any game, but when you play a team as good as Avon, it just, it's magnified. I love this game. I'm so glad it's back. And I know for you, because you went to Avon, mm-hmm. you're really happy that you guys are doing this again, too. Well, you know, I, I mentioned this and, and obviously, you know, being, um, Avon, a, a close team, which is awesome. You know, everybody likes to play a team that, that's close. It's literally five minutes down the road. Um, you know, it's a great gate game. Um, I mean, it's 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 a win-win for for both schools. It it gives them a you know a county rival school that they get to play in addition to Brownsburg. Same thing for us. Um, you know, we play one another in so many different sports. It's uh, it just seems like a natural fit. You know, when it went away for a long time, you know, alumni would come back and like, hey, you know, do you guys still play Avon? No, we don't play Avon. Oh, man, that's too bad. And, uh, you know, just like when we lost the Danville game. I mean, you know, for all of those years, you know, there, you know, a lot of those teams early in my career, you know, we opened up with Danville. You know, that was just one of those natural rivalries. So, you know, to have Avon on the schedule is, uh, is a really good thing for both programs. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth Mentoring serves the children of Hendricks County. Impact Youth provides academic and social development in our mentees as well as leadership development in our mentors. If you are interested in becoming a mentor or know a child who could use a mentor, learn more by searching Impact Youth Mentoring on Facebook or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. A podcast of Central Indiana Today is now available on SoundCloud or iTunes, made possible by Figment 2 McDonald's. Figment 2 McDonald's has locations in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of WYRZ 98.9 and Community Radio. Again, I'm, uh, again our guest, Brian Woodard. Uh, I'm Rob Kendall. All right, Coach, I'm going to ask you some questions here. That I'm going to try to make you famous because, of course, we're going to use this on WYRZ. And I think, I think... I'm going to use this on my weekend show on WIBC here uh, as well uh, because people are really interested in high school football. So I'm going to ask you some broader-based questions, if that's okay, Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, that might be interesting to a wider audience than just our our Plainfield audience. Um, Coach, take us through how high school football has changed in terms of preparation and the time you have to prepare for people just since you've been coaching over the past decade. Well, a couple things. Number one, the summer. You know, what we do in the summer now compared to when I started coaching, you know, 20 years ago, I mean, it's, it's completely different. Um, uh, not, not only just the time, but, but actual being able to practice in helmets and shoulder pads and do some of those things. We're allowed 12 days 
you know, we can practice with other schools now, which, you know, was unheard of, uh, you know, way back when. So, you know, to me, that's, that's number one was just what we do in terms of the practice. I think number two, just about every school now has a, has a strength conditioning coach. Uh, and, you know, for a long time, you know, the strength uh, program and the weight room was just associated with football. Well, every school now has that strength coach. It's not just worried about football, but, you know, deals with all the sports. So that, you know, to, in my opinion, helps with multi-sport kids that, that want to do both. So, uh, you know, kids are getting trained uh, at the highest levels. And then, you know, number three, uh, something that's been a little bit more recent, but um, the you know, huddle, which is we've talked about before, is an, you know, an online uh, software, online platform where coaches can view and share film. You know, for so many years it was, you know, for a while it was VHS tapes and it was DVD. And, and now with Huddle, um, you know, you, you bring a data collection and ability to disaggregate that data to, to the forefront that, that was, was uh, quite frankly, a lot of guys just didn't want to do before. So now it's, it's made much easier. So the scouting part of the game has gotten so much better. So, you know, I think those three things have, have, have dramatically changed uh, the game. Again, our guest, Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers football team, talking a little bit about high school football right around the corner. Season kicks off across the state uh, August the 18th. Coach, let's talk about how technology has changed. How has it made it easier for you as a coach? How has it made you a better coach? And, and how has it made it better for players who are trying to get out there and, and get in front of college scouts? Well, I just mentioned, you know, huddle, that that component uh, has just made it so much easier to share film amongst coaches, to, to share film with, with college coaches. You know, for a long time, um, you know, if, if, if you wanted to uh, get recruited or you wanted one of your players to, to get recruited, you know, you made highlight DVDs. Well, now that's all taken care of through, you know, through that, that uh, the huddle program. So that's been so much easier on coaches and players. Uh, you know, the, the statistic part of it you know, or the, the uh, data part of it, Again, I mentioned that because that's so much easier now for coaches. Um, you know, and, and I, you talk about things getting better. I think I would be remiss if I didn't mention just how proud I am of our coaches in our state uh, and just in terms of how we practice. And, you know, I'm not afraid to say that I think at times football has gotten a, a black eye by some folks based on maybe some, some news that, that might not be entirely true and factual. But I'm going to tell you right now, um, at no point in time in, in the history of our game has it been safer and, and, more, and, and better coached. Our guys across the state do a phenomenal job of, of teaching, tackling, and blocking in the most safe manners possible. And uh, you know, I just I think that's important for for people to hear because um, it's it's uh, it, it's an important part of the game. Because at the end of the day, you know, we want our, our sons to leave that practice field or that game field on Friday night safe. And, and in order to do that. Coaches have to teach the proper techniques, and, and, and I really think we are. Again, our guest, Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers, previewing, uh, talking a little bit about high school football, which kicks off August the 18th. Let's talk about that issue, Coach, which that's a huge issue now, is safety for players. You hear it about the NFL all the time. Do you believe that when you started coaching 20 years ago that, that you guys were unknowingly putting players at risk, or are we just hypersensitive to everything? Uh, you know, I think you would be uh, ignorant of the fact, you know, say this all the time when, when guys talk about NFL players. I mean, to, to, to be an NFL player, to not think that there's going to be some health risks involved, 
you know, would be the same thing of, you know, if I'm, if I'm racing an Indy 500, not understanding that I'm putting my life on the line every time I strap into that, that vehicle and, and make a left turn. Um, to the high school level, I think it's a lot different. I, you know, I, I, never, I never felt like we were teaching tackling in a bad way. Um, but we're just teaching it better now, you know, and I think one of the issues is so many people, you know, want to talk about the, the game at the, at the professional level, the same way they talk about it at the high school level. And it's just two different things. So, you know, to, to circle back to your question, no, I, I thought 20 years ago that, that when we were teaching tackling, I thought we were doing it the right way. Uh, not that we were doing it wrong. I just think we do it better now. All right, let's talk about the interest in high school football, too. I mean, I know when you started 20 years ago, high school football is big, a lot of people there, but it is now the sport in Indiana, right? Well, on Friday nights, and we've talked about this before, I think one of the things that that football is so appealing um, is, you know, it's Friday night, it's 7 o'clock, you know exactly when it is. You know, the tailgating aspect of it is is, uh, tailgating in sports in general has become just kind of you know its own its own event if you will uh you know it's just easy for high school football and uh um you know certainly the Colts have had a lot to do with that and, and their success that they've had over the years but uh you know falls in in, in Indiana on Friday nights at seven o'clock football is a, a pretty big deal guest Brian Woodard head coach of the Plainfield Quakers talking a little bit about high school football in the state of Indiana season starts August the 18th it's right around the corner uh coach as you have had to grow as a coach you sort of it seems like coaches now are ceos i mean they're not just football Mm -hmm. coaches you're the head of an organization tell our audience a little bit about how your responsibilities have changed and the responsibility of high school football coaches in the state have changed uh, over the past decade or so well i think you know one of the questions you had about you know the the start of you know it, it when we started our discussion just about how football has changed you know, one of the one of the ways football's changed so much is it truly is a year-round job. So, um, you know, when you talk about a head coach, you know, being a CEO, you know, it's not just about the football season going from August through November. Um, you know, it's 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 August to August. You know, and it's it's all of the different things um, that that go into that, from the strength conditioning program to academics to the behavior side of things, uh, ordering, uh, not to mention staffing and those kind of things. So. Um, it's, it, it truly is a, is a job that is all encompassing and it requires a lot of really good people, uh, to work alongside because you can't do it all yourself. You know, you have to be able to, um, you know, to call on some of your assistant coaches to take care of those jobs. And, and, uh, you know, I have a phenomenal football staff here uh, and, and also, you know, it takes really great people to work for, you know, if you don't have bosses that, that are committed to what you're doing, uh, you know, being a head football coach can be a really, really, really uh, difficult endeavor. Rob Kendall speaking with Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers football team, talking a little bit about high school football in the state of Indiana. Season kicks off August the 18th. Uh, coach, football coaches by nature are, we picture them being gruff guys. We picture them being guys that like to yell, grab a kid by the helmet or jersey. In the hypersensitive world we live in now, has that changed on how you can treat kids in 2017? Well, you know, I, I was I was fortunate enough to to not only play for, but also starting off my my coaching career, you know, to be surrounded by by guys that that wanted to treat kids um, the right way, and and they if they were going to make a mistake, they were going to err on the side of the player. So for me. 
it was a very, it was never an issue. Um, you know, I, I've always felt like, you know, speaking for myself personally as a player that, you know, I, I, you could get more out of me by, you know, talking to me rather than at me and helping me understand why I needed to do A, B, or C rather than just barking at me all the time. And I'm not saying that there's still not a place to, uh, you know, to, to, to get on a kid if he's not doing what he needs to do. But, um, you know, as I said, for me, it was very easy because those coaches made a, made a big impact on me. Of, there was a certain way to treat players, uh, erring on the side of the player, taking care of them. You know, I've said this for years. You know, I want to save up all of our hits for Friday night. You know, I don't want to spend any of them on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. You know, I want us to be as close to 100% on Fridays as we can be, um, not only because I think that puts the best product on the field, but also, you know, it puts our players in the safest place for them uh, in order to compete. Has the the quest to rid by some people to rid violence football of violence has it changed the game and is it is it impacting the sport at all? Um, well, I think again, if you know, you can't legislate contact out of the game. I mean, football by nature is a hitting sport. It's not a contact sport; it's a hitting sport. I mean, those those teams that are going to be the best this year on Friday nights are going to be the teams that are most physical. They're going to fly around the field. They're going to hit the heck out of each other. Uh, and, and those are going to be the teams that win. Um, I mean, so you can try to legislate it out of it, I guess, you know, out of the game, I guess. I mean, you know, to a certain extent, you've seen that done with some of the rules. I get it. You're making the game safer. But, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a line there. I mean, players are going to, you know, they're going to get after each other. You know, they're going to hit each other. Um, now, as I've said many times in our discussion today, is, you know, doing it the right way, all right, I think that's changed, and I think that's made the game better in a lot of respects because I think it's safer, and I think we're doing a better job coaching it. But to say that we can take the hitting aspect out of the game, um, if you do that, uh, I don't think you have a game of football. All right, Coach, let's put a bow on it as we always do. Give me someone, someones, plural if you want. Behind the scenes doesn't get a lot of credit, but the trains don't run without these people in Plainfield football. Well, I always think start this show, at least it feels like it, uh, talking about uh, you know our quarterback club. And, uh, you know, this year we say goodbye to Randy Drake. It's been with us a couple different times. And, That's tragic. Uh, Randy's, it's tragic. It is. It, you know, he's, he's moving on and, uh, you know, good for Randy. But uh, we've got a couple people that are going to you know, take his place. Uh, Susan Ritter and Melissa Sedwick are going to kind of share that role and kind of get our quarterback club continued in the, in the right direction. And I appreciate those folks and, and obviously all of our parents. So couldn't do it without them. Coach, we're super excited. We love the Quakers. And uh, we will see you in just a couple weeks on Friday night against the Avon Orioles. Best of luck, and we'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it, Rob. Thank you, buddy. That was Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. And don't forget, if you missed any part of Central Indiana today, you can check out a podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. All you have to do is search Central Indiana Today, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. 
We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. Phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group.